Hello everyone and welcome to Sober Gay Podcast, the podcast that gives you a front row seat to inspiring stories of people who have found freedom and joy in living an alcohol-free life. Hosted by myself, join us each week as we have fun and engaging conversations with everyday people about their journey to sobriety. From the challenges to the triumphs, come get inspired and learn about the amazing lives of those living a sober life. I really hope you enjoy listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this episode. Thank you. Uh, I'm on my bed. This is crazy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Sober Gay Podcast with me, Sean. So today, my guest is Caleb. Good morning, Caleb. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Long time no see. Yes, I know. It's been a minute, hasn't it? I know. I know. So. Yeah, so we kind of have met like I don't know over a year ago, but um, yeah, we've not seen each other since. But um, you've gone on and done some very exciting things. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Um, but I guess like this podcast is all about like sobriety and yeah. like following people's journeys to sobriety and like reasonings and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. so I guess we'll we'll get into it, but if you're happy. Yeah. Kind of tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Who is Caleb? Who is she? <laughs> yeah, so uh, she's that girl, basically. No, um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, my name's Caleb. I'm 25. Um, I'm from Brighton, and uh, I recently just went on a dating show. Um, his first gay dating show actually called I Kissed the Boy, which was an amazing experience for me. Um, very uh, eye opening for a lot of people, which was amazing. Um, and kind of just living my life every day. Um, and just living life to the fullest, really. Yes, that was such. Honestly, I want to kind of talk about that a little bit because, like, okay. insane, loved it. Like, <laughs> and like, I think it just like it was so good to have something like that on TV, and like, obviously, you being yeah. like part of it as well. Like, I don't know, you you guys must have just like felt so privileged to be in in the show because of like the movement and, and everything. Yeah. You know? and obviously, I mean, like, your experience as well. So. Yeah, I mean, it was about damn time for a show like this on the TV, do you know what I mean? We've, we've got gay stuff on TV, we've never got gay people being just raw, open and just talking about love and showing that we can be, we're just like everyone else and love is complicated and difficult. And yeah, it was such an honour and also just so fun to be in a massive, massive area with 16 gay men um, that are all single and looking for people. So tensions were high, I'll just say that. <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. And also like... It's just, yeah, it's just so exciting. And just to be part of that, it must have been so good. And 100%. made friends for life, life, I'm sure. Yes, yes, 100%. I've got a few people from the show that I speak to almost every day still. We've got a little group chat running. Um, who is it? You've got Ross, Vitor, Jake and Mikey that we're all still such close friends. Um, I actually met up with them last week and the week before for a couple of award shows, which was really fun. And we just get on like a house on fire. So... Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And just to be part of that movement as well, just um, mm. finally showing it off to the world and showing that we are just normal and we are like everyone else. Exactly. Um, and, and for those for those who haven't have. for those who haven't heard of the show, for the listeners that haven't, it's it's kind of it's basically a dating show for gay people on um yeah. on BBC. It was BBC, wasn't it? Um, yes, BBC Three and BBC iPlayer. Yes, BBC Three, BBC iPlayer, and I think um, they're doing a 
they're doing uh, like a, a, a girl version, basically, aren't they? <laughs> yes, yes. The girl version is actually finished filming already and it should be coming out um, some point mid next year, which I'm very excited about because um, I've got a friend that's on it um, and just know it's drama. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, and it's probably going to be so like yes. interesting, like from your point of view as well. It's like, yeah, it's, you're probably going to watch it and be like, oh my God, I did that. I did that. And it's just like... <laughs> 100 percent. it's going to be strange to see like the similarities and the differences and stuff i'm just yeah i think it's really weird watching it back because obviously because it was the first ever one and now they're doing another one to see how it is and see if it's the same or if it's different it's just gonna be really yeah i've never had anything like that before so i think it's really strange to see myself from another person's perspective if that makes sense exactly. yeah 100 mm -hmm. oh that's going to be exciting to watch. But um, yeah, I guess I kind of wanted to get you on today and thank you for your time. Really appreciate you coming on. And I just wanted to congratulate you on your like, so first over October and kind of like not the whole of October. And I know that you were raising money and stuff like that. So like, I just wanted to say like, that's amazing. And yeah, just to say like, proud of you, girl. <laughs> um, thank you. I mean, it's been a journey. It's been a journey, love. It really has. Um and there's a lot to unpack, so I'm ready to say. I'm ready to say all the with you. Perfect. Well, why don't we get straight back into it, and we'll start talking about, like, maybe the first time you ever drank alcohol. What was that? Okay. What did that look like for you? Yeah, so the first time, I actually remember it so well. Um, I don't know why this is, but it seems to be a theme with everybody. I think I was, like, 14, and I didn't... When you're 14, no idea what drinking is. You think you can just handle everything. So I just... I snuck some alcohol out of my parents' cupboard, whatever it was, just a concoction of liquids. No idea what it is. Yeah. And then just mix it with orange juice and think it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Um, I think they call it a screwdriver or something. And it was just me and a couple of friends drinking at my friend's house. Um, and yeah, it doesn't... Drinking then doesn't feel the same as drinking now. Like Drinking then, you could drink so much and nothing it feels like nothing would happen in terms of you wouldn't get a hangover you wake up the next day like nothing's changed um but yeah it was it was fun but I also had this sort of feeling it was like as soon as I felt what drinking was like I was like oh this is fun this might be something that I'll enjoy doing which I started to notice you kind so, of got like a a feel for it and you were like oh it this makes me feel a certain type of way and maybe a little yes. bit like confident or like it just makes you feel different doesn't it and yeah exactly yeah, and I don't know about you, but like when you're younger, you kind of want to fit in. And I feel like that's, I feel like alcohol is a gateway to just kind of like be a bit naughty and be like, oh, this feels 100%. Yeah. 100%, especially like obviously doing it from 14 onwards because you're obviously underage. It feels like so rebellious to be doing something like that because you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And then it makes you feel even in a weird way better for doing it because you're like, oh, I'm doing it because it's being cheeky and it's like not following the rules sort of thing yeah yeah so it sounds it's kind of sounds like a lot of the guests that I have on here that it's like in your like mid-teens kind of like doing yeah. it with your friends like I've heard a lot of people like stealing it from their like parents cupboards like mm -hmm. you know, just like gross drinks like things that you wouldn't really drink like normally you know just like just run yeah of course stuff, like concoctions <laughs> yeah so it's also the same thing as well because obviously my mom my mom doesn't actually drink that much so when 
if I wanted to have drinks with my friends, it would get to the point where they do what we call here shop dropping, where like you're standing outside of a shop and you're asking strangers, which in essence, when you're 14 years old doing that, it's a very dangerous position to put yourself in um, because you're just asking a stranger to trust you with your money um, to buy you booze, which is illegal for them and illegal for you. Um, But then you just go, oh, if they say yes, you just say, get me whatever you can with this. And you just drink randomest things, which you don't know what you're putting in your body, but... I did exactly the same as you. Exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah, it was was an experience. Yeah, and then you just go to like the parks or you go on the beach and just like drink. (laughs) Yes, yes, and just sitting there downing pure vodka with a mixer but you're just chasing it rather than you've mixed it because you haven't got a cup because you don't think about that when you're 14. (laughs) No, you do not. You do not. So how did that like look like when you like got a little bit older than maybe like in your like 20s? Was it still kind of like fun drinking going out and things like that or is it that when you realize like maybe it was a little bit like I don't know yeah so for me personally like as I was growing up um I loved being like in the party in the face of the party and always being like the loudest one in the room I mean come on we're gay people we love to be loud and proud um and in a party it was always fun to be that person um but it got to a point where like you'd go to the party and always be the last one going every single time and you would just you just keep going just because you you want to be the life and soul of it all but then you realize like no one else is even doing it anymore it's just you still going um and it, it, i didn't notice anything at first because when you don't when you don't realize that stuff's actually a problem at all um you just think that it's just normal but it realizes it realized it wasn't because it started to go home with me afterwards and then I'd go home and I'd still have a drink after I got home on my own, which is really stupid because that's when you realise, okay, you, what is going on here to really make you want to carry on a party at home on your own afterwards, you know? Mm. And it it turns to like being fun to not being as fun because you're just doing it on yeah. your own. Yes, and like sitting there like, oh, um, the next day I'm feeling hungover and I'm feeling bad about it. So why don't I just have one drink to make myself feel better? Mm. And then that's how the cycle starts, isn't it? You know, so um, that's where it kind of started going for me. People <clears throat> finishing a party, going home, feeling however, so I'd have a drink to get over it. Just one. But then you feel better again because of the whole hair of the dog situation, which a lot of people would do. And then it would just carry on. So that's part of the reason why I need to stop. And also, like like you said just then, I feel like you didn't know that that was the problem really. So it's like... yeah. What- is making you feel a certain type of way and it's it's hard to find that out because it's like it's so normalized to drink and things so it's like yes so sometimes you're like surely it wouldn't be this but it takes like time and time again of feeling shit to like actually think oh my god it actually is like the drinking that's making me feel shit like it's not Mm -hmm. obvious because it's not it's so like advertised like it's like glamorize that you drink when you celebrate you drink when you go out partying you drink when you yes sad and things like that so it is kind of like you said to realize isn't it mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. and like um <clears throat> and when you're um what's it called sorry i could be less refreshing for when you're um like yeah celebrating and stuff and thinking oh i can have a drink and you're feeling hungover and you feel a bit bad um after a couple of days you don't feel the hangover anymore so you think oh it's all cleared out of your brain um, but actually, no, it's still affecting you mentally. You just don't quite realise it's the alcohol that's doing that because you feel completely sober and completely thinking you're happy again, but you realise it's actually deeper than that. You know? 100%. It definitely is. So, like, 
in a way, like what kind of what was like kind of like the reason for like letting go of alcohol then? Or was there a period before starting Sober October this year, you were kind of like being sober curious or like like kind of did you have a few experiences this year where you felt like you knew that it was alcohol that you needed to like stop or like what was that journey like for you yeah so um it just started to become more of a regular thing that I would sometimes I'd go for literally one or two drinks with my friends just at the pub for one or two just for an hour and then every time that would happen Mm-hmm. Um, just before several times, the last few times before it would happen, I'd go home and I'd just continue on my own. And that would happen every single time. And I was like, okay, if this is happening every single time, why are you going home and drinking more when you don't need to have more? Because there's no one around you to do it with. Um, so it got to a point where like I was waking up every single morning being like, why am I doing this? Like what 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 benefit am I having here to spending money on alcohol and just sitting at home? Um yeah. and it started getting boring because I've had lo- I've had a lot of plans to like go traveling and things like that and go see the world, but then I keep spending my money on this instead and then losing track of that. Um, so it got to the point where I was just like, I'm just going to tell my mum that this is happening, um, and told her, and then the next day was the beginning of sober October. So, so you kind of opened up to your mum and being like, I think I've got a little bit of a problem. I need to kind of yes, just have a little. And coincidentally, it was sober October, so it kind of worked out in your favor that there was like a kind of like a challenge that a lot of people do 100 percent. yeah so how have you found it then how have you found sober october how how's the last month been for you um it's been a roller coaster to be honest because i didn't realize quite how much um my body was like not dependent on it but using it as a mechanism um because like in the first week i was feeling good and i was feeling oh this actually isn't as hard as i thought um and then like the second weekend came because because I work like I work all week and I only have two days off. So I'd only ever drink once or twice a week, but then it would be binging on them two days, which yeah. some people can say is not as bad. But I personally think if you're having one or two drinks in one day or you're drinking so many drinks in one day, but it's just once a week, I sometimes think binging is worse um, personally because you're putting it all in your system at the same time and not giving your body time to yeah. break it down and understand it. Um, and yeah it just it got to like a sort of point that alcohol wasn't just the only thing that was like being control um like alcohol would lead to other things happening as well um because me and my friends we are a massive party group and we all like to party and do a lot of things all the time and any excuse we had we'd get up together and just have a drink and then it leads to like doing other like narcotics and things like that which um yeah it's just it gets to a point in your brain, which I've done some research in because I was wondering what was actually going on. There's this thing called um, cocoethylene. I don't know if you've heard of this mm. before, um, but it's basically um, the chemical that's made when you have alcohol and cocaine mixed in stomach acid. And that's what your brain creates, which you can only ever create when you mix them both together in your head. Um, mm. And in your stomach, you can't physically make this concoction outside of your body. It's only possible to be made in your body. Um, and it, it makes you, it starts to rewire your brain to the point where it makes it that if you have one drink, you can't physically go about having the other. So they go hand in hand. Sort of a similarity to like when people, people who don't smoke, they have one drink and then they want to have a cigarette straight away after literally two sips. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. It goes so hand in hand with each other. Um, and that was also what was getting worse as well. Yeah. And then I'd be spending all my money on that. 
and I was like, this is, um, I've had enough of it now, you know, so. Yeah, it's just not worth it, is it? And it's just the, yeah. it's not, and you know what, one, thank you for sharing that, because you're kind of, you saying that is quite brave and also like is very similar to why 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 I stopped drinking it's like yeah drinking is a gateway to party drugs and I had so, mm -hmm. I had had enough of party drugs and it would make me feel shit for days and it's just like yeah it's not worth it so even you noticing that like okay what would I do would I do those party drugs if I hadn't had a drink probably not so like that is yeah. like the gateway isn't it it's like Mm -hmm. alcohol is a gateway to to doing those stuff and you kind of have to challenge yourself to stop doing that and then slowly like you see your life getting better because you're not you're not doing these things you're saving money yes potentially being able to go traveling do you know what I mean like mm -hmm. slowly even though it's like you've done it for a month you should be so proud of a month like honestly Caleb, you should be so so proud because it's Thank you. the first month it's I think personally for me anyway I think the first month was or the first hundred days is harder because you're like getting into the grips of it and like you're yeah going to events and you're like oh my god this is so weird I'm not having that Prosecco that's free or you know yes. what I mean yes. so it's like getting used to it but I can tell you now after me being doing it for over a year it gets so much easier and I'm so excited for you mm -hmm. like I'm so excited Thank you. for you I had I actually speaking of like going to events and things like that I did actually have an experience during Sober October I was invited to um the Pink News um award show because I guess the boy was nominated for Screen Moment of the Year um oh, which we actually won as well oh. which was incredible and considering we went up against massive shows like Heartstopper Eurovision um uh, the last of us scene that's like got that really cute gay scene in there and um red white and blue with the other competitors and it was a public vote and I kissed the boy one, um, which was incredible. And that's like such a nice moment to be like, oh, these little gays are making a name for themselves and actually being recognized for what they're doing. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the awards show, it was like an open bar. Um, and that was the first event I'd been to since starting, which was like a free drink all night. Um, and that was also sort of a moment that I realized because I was sitting there and all I was thinking was like, oh, I want it so bad. I want it. I want it. I want it. And I was like, clearly, did you sit I didn't have anything I didn't I didn't break at all I didn't have a drink that yeah. day um even though there was literally waiters coming around every five minutes with bottles of wine saying do you want a drink do you want a drink and I was like no I'm good um the temptation was very real and that also showed in my head yes you need a bit more time still because it shows there and then that all you're doing now is thinking about it to the point where you're not celebrating as much as you should be about the, the massive win that you've had about this yeah. show because all you're thinking about is oh I want some of the free wine yeah because actually Sorry. in your head it's like I have literally just we've as a group like won this incredible prize like all this like, yeah. award, and like there's like it's still like a little niggle but like you should like maybe um I don't know give yourself a little hug because actually going to that kind of event like that is massive especially in your yeah. first month of not drinking and at least now you've said like you've been to this massive event tick that off and you've gone without drinking and that's something so yeah. massive to be proud of and even when you like do your first sober Christmas like there's like yeah. these things that you're gonna like tick off and it's gonna make you feel so good and like 
that you actually can do it. So yeah, yeah. you should be so so happy about Thank that. Thank you. I, I did when my I had my friends, a couple of my closest friends. Um, they were messaging me throughout the night, just checking in, saying like, "We know you're really trying to go strong. I hope you're doing well. Just let me know." And every like two hours, they're like, you're "Still going strong, right? You still got this. Uh, oh, don't that's worry, so you got nice. this." so sweet like yeah my my best best friend also she literally was looking out for me and she was like messaging me because I had a drink in my hand and she was like it was in a second glass but it was orange juice and I yeah. was like I want to have a glass so I can have photos because you know we want to be bougie um yeah. but um yeah she was like that's just orange juice isn't it I was like yes it was like good you've got this you've got this and it was you've... so sweet yeah you've definitely got this 100 percent. Mm-hmm. but the thing is for me um my journey of being sober is not wanting to be sober forever forever it's just for me to completely gain control of what i do with it so at the moment it's one drink one drink down and then you're just drunk you can't stop and for me it's it's just having a prolonged period of time to then get to a point where i test okay maybe if i have a few drinks let's see if it goes back to what it was instantly because old habits can come back really quickly or have I had an extended period long enough where I um where I can now actually have a drink and be okay um yeah. because some people some people they physically can't as soon as they put one drink in their body it instantly just brings everything back I've never gone through this before of trying to stop and figure it all out so it will come to a point where I do test it and yeah. if the test works brilliant because i've had a friend who drank a lot as well she went sober for eight months and now she can go to the pub and have one glass and then go home and she's brilliant Brilliant. Um, and that's what i want to get to of just being able to go and actually oh if i want to go for a really nice meal oh and there's a glass of wine have one and then yeah. like, i'm having a really nice meal rather than go and just have the alcohol yeah and that's like such a, a like maybe quite like quite like an exciting thing for you to kind of look forward to be doing is like maybe do what however you want to do now and then like yeah. test it out seeing how it, like because everyone's journey is different isn't it like everyone's relationship with alcohol is different and um yeah so yeah see how you get on isn't it because and don't put too much pressure on yourself and like Absolutely. you're doing the best that you can and you know that you can do it and it's like just see yeah. how you go the thing is, I don't really know much about your experience. You haven't really told me much. I know you've been sober for over a year now, but I don't really know that much about it. So yeah. what, how was yours? Well, I did like a little solo episode um, about like my like kind of lead up yeah. to it. But I just like, I'd made like things that I wasn't like proud of, like in when it was, I personally don't think I had like a bad relationship with alcohol, but I just didn't like the 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 few times that I would go out or stuff like that and I would like pick up and it would just like lead to other stuff mm-hmm. and yeah I just exactly know yeah and I just know that I wouldn't be that person if I hadn't have like done like the 100% you know what I mean like and now yeah. after like a year of not doing that stuff I'm like even my brother says it like you're such a nicer person like I'm even little things like even kind of like getting into like exercising and just like loving myself more and Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like there's so many benefits that have happened from it because I I was only going to do it for like 30 to 100 days or whatever just to like thingy but I loved it so much and I just didn't want to ever want to do drugs again and really Mm -hmm. drink and like basically yeah I just feel so much better now for it so I just don't do it now and now I've just yeah. 
the sober community online and like talking to other people like others like like talking to yeah. you today it makes me like more excited and inspired I get inspired by other people so yeah and it's like it's you're not alone do you know what I mean so that's why yeah. really like I don't think I was I ever had like loads of rock bottoms but mm-hmm. like I just didn't like the way that it made me feel so I just stopped of course that's, that's pretty much exactly the same thing as me like I drinking for me isn't a problem because I can I don't just get smashed because I can I can I can have like I can have a bottle of wine and be absolutely fine but the only time I'll ever think about doing like the party drugs and doing other things is only when I have a drink it never goes into my brain if I'm sober ever exactly. never yeah. even crosses my mind once um as soon as there's a drink in my hand and um the temptations are flowing that's when it happens um yeah. so I completely understand and your story is really inspiring as well so you should be really proud of yourself because a year going is amazing um and I'm full honesty with you um I had a little slip um on like the 25th day of the month um mm. and I had like three drinks but then I stopped which mm. I my friend told me was a slip um yeah. but then they were like but you had three and then you stopped and I was yeah. like if they were like if you're wanting to test this and figure out stuff mm. um and you was able to you had two or three and this this was with other people I had two or three um um and then they were and then I was like I'm gonna stop now I don't want to have any more and other people were drinking or not and I didn't have anything else they're like you should actually look at that as an achievement in a way if this is what you're wanting to do because yeah. you stopped which exactly. was the most important you stopped, thing. and that's like something may you may have not done before and mm-hmm. like even though you, you still did those 23 days, do you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't disregard all the other days that you did. And at least you like, no, yeah, yeah. You should be so proud of that. And like, it, like I said earlier, it's just like a journey, isn't it? Like, yeah, you, you need to remember the days that you didn't drink and then like you're like learning all about it anyway. So. Of course. And sometimes in a lot of people's journeys, you learn that when you have the down day, sometimes where it does like not crash and burn but when when you have that little slip up sometimes that's actually really important occasionally because that can go like whoa okay why did you have that slip up and why was that reason you can actually start to sit down and ask yourself why did I suddenly feel like that way and yes. to want to do that that day and like oh maybe there's something I need to face up to rather than yeah. um don't you annoyed you had a drink actually don't worry about the drink ask yourself why you did that instead of you actually having the alcohol you know yeah and it's more like a conversation with yourself either like you like write it down or be like, why did I do it? How did I feel when you did have that drink? And it's exactly. like, it's like your own like way of dealing with it as well, isn't it? Yes. One question I have, you know, obviously we we met in a very um, unique circumstance, um, uh, going to Greece um, and filming that TV pilot for a show, which was the wildest experience ever. Um, yeah. Would love to do that again in a heartbeat. Um, oh, that was so fun. It was so good, honestly. Um, were you in your like, were you sober then, or were you still in like the midst of it all when that show was being filmed? No, so I was just like, yeah, I was still drinking then and things, but mm-hmm. like I said, it wasn't really like a pro- like a in quotation marks like problem. It was more yeah. like, mm-hmm. like going to like I I just know that like during that year I went to like Brighton Pride and I think I saw yes. you actually. yeah we bumped like, into each other yeah yeah and I was just so like like off my head and I just was yeah. like I had the best weekend but like the week after I felt like pure shit and yes. it was just like yeah. things that were happening that year that was just like 
I I kind of was getting a bit curious about like maybe stopping. So mm-hmm. yeah, that year I kind of was a bit like a few things have happened or I just didn't like the way that it wasn't making me feel. So I was just like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to stop after this summer and just try yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's another reason for me as well. Like I want to get back to the goals that I used to have because they've just been slipping and slipping and slipping. Like I think part of it was because obviously we had COVID that um, crazy few years that we had um, in February, 2020, I bought a plane ticket and my visa to go to Australia for traveling. And I'd saved up a lot of money to go traveling. Um, and I was really, really excited. And obviously COVID hit the next month um, and I lost my flight. I lost my visa. I had to spend all my savings on rent and bills. So I lost all of that. Um, and then that goal is kind of that goal. Yeah, I know it's crazy because I try not to speak about it because it upset me so much because I've been working so hard to get to that goal. And then I realized that actually now I should talk about the fact that I lost that because it's not lost forever. But I think I wasn't accepting like, oh, you have put so much effort into something and now you've lost now you've had reasons that it's all gone. And mm-hmm rather than being just like acknowledging the fact that oh it's fine you'll be able to get back there one day I think I was just like oh do you know what F this it's not going to happen it doesn't matter um I'm just going to do whatever I want now and just be fun which all got lost and going sober I've already seen a change in my bank account in the in this just a month alone um and the plan is now to get back to Australia um hopefully by the end of next year I want to get back to Australia and going going sober or being almost fully sober and testing it on the rare occasion will hopefully get me to the point where I can finally go and follow the dream that I've had for years so that's what I'm hoping for I definitely think that's a very achievable dream that's 100% Mm -hmm. achievable and I'm so excited because I I lived in Australia for two years and because you're 25 you've got like 10 years to go so you have so much time to go and apparently you get like three years like automatic on your visa yeah so, yes, it's now like, five years now i think you can get up it? to five years yeah so they don't have to do farm work anymore and you can get up to your five years um you have yeah. to renew each year but they, they don't question anymore you just get each year without so yeah so if maybe well you know if you if you had gone when you were supposed to you wouldn't have been on i kissed a boy and you might have had to come back after two years so exactly. maybe it worked out for the better that's what I think at the same time. That's what I've kind of come to terms with was, well, the world very obviously told me not to go yet. Yeah. So exactly. listen and to things it. Things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I fully believe that. And I think the world was like, it's not your time to go yet. Exactly. You might have thought it, but the world had other plans. So, yeah. Right. So in the past month, what have been like the main like benefits that you've seen that have like happened um, since you've stopped drinking? Okay, so for me, um, it everyone always says it takes three weeks roughly to break a habit, 21 days to break a habit. Um, in, as I said before, the first week seemed like a, an easy ride. I was like, oh, this is going to be so much easier than I thought. Um, the second week um, was a bit more difficult because um, I had a friend's birthday party that I also went to, two birthday parties in one night um, where everyone was getting drunk and getting um doing all the party drugs and having a laugh and just having a great night. And whilst I was there, I was feeling like I was missing out just because I wasn't having a drink, even though I'm fully there and fully enjoying myself. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, I feel like I'm being boring, Um, which note to everybody, you're not being boring at all. Um, But you think you are just because everyone else is doing on this wave and they look like they're having fun. But for the first time ever, I looked at it from like an outside perspective 
Um, really? And I like, I've never experienced like looking in at a party when everyone's like drunk and having a good time and doing other stuff and just seeing like in your brain, it can make your brain look different, see things differently um, to what's actually, what it actually is. And when you realize you're all just sat in a room um, and that's it. Yeah. And you've got, yeah, you've got music coming, you're all just sat there talking. Um, you realize, but when you're in the moment of it, it feels like, oh, it's the best thing in the world. You're all getting really deep. You're getting really close. But then you realize from an outside perspective, oh, they're just literally, you just sat there. Yeah. It's not and this mad, crazy world. Yeah. And it's important to, I love that you've brought that up actually, because it's quite interesting. Because it's like, it's, it's not like you're judging. It's like you're seeing it in like a different way. It's like, mm-hmm. It's not like a place of judgment because like it's something that you no, of course. Do, but it's like a it's like a different like mindset. It's like oh yeah, like what? It's not. <laughs> and I 100%. think when you, when you do like stop drinking or you get sober, you do just like all the other just like things in life, like the normal everyday things, become even like better because like do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Like. It's not, I'm not judging my friends at all for anything they do. Like I do, I've done it with them, I do it with them. And they're still having a great time and I'm really happy they're having a great time. And it's not stopping me. It's a personal thing in my brain. Like, oh my God, how have I never seen myself from this side before and seen yeah. what it's like on this side before? Um, so yeah, it really was. And I started to realize like on the days that I would have days off and I wasn't drinking, but everyone else was, I wouldn't always want to go to these events because temptation was still real. And I only went to events when I knew I had work at like 6am the next morning. So I would not drink because I drive for my job. So you would not drink the night before driving because that's really stupid. Um, people at home do not drink and drive stupid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, and it was, um, uh, yeah, the benefits for me really the third week, something just kind of clicked in my brain um and one day I just kind of woke up and I was like ah this is what it feels like to actually have a clear mind because it just suddenly felt like I don't know how to describe it in words but if I kind of imagine it it was like I had a rain cloud like over me and then the cloud just suddenly disappeared and like my brain was just kind of clear again if that makes sense like it wasn't like that it wasn't covered in fog and I wasn't sort of um brackets clouded my judgment of things I was literally I could open my mind and look at things fully again which I realized I didn't realize I wasn't doing until that day where I just woke yeah. up and was like oh this is what it feels like and you're present about this in a while yeah and you're like present and things like that mm-hmm. yeah How... because it... yeah sorry no you go you go you go uh, you're just saying that because a lot of the time like I even noticed like even just having conversations with people in general and just talking about life and stuff sometimes I feel myself always fading out of conversations not because I'm not listening just because mm. my brain's not comprehending or focusing enough even though I'm trying to focus but my brain is just clouded by other things and then now I can have a conversation I can hear every single word that people are saying and I'm actually investing in conversations which I didn't realize that these little things were part of it but they yeah. are so yeah yeah it all there's so many things that do happen and it's like yeah you, it sounds like you've got more kind of like clarity and kind of like mm-hmm. concentration or like you're all like your mind is a bit more clear yes yes 100 percent. so if you had like a, maybe like a tip for someone that wanted to stop drinking or have like a little break for like a month or so um and you were like yeah if from like your experience it, what would be yeah. your main tip for someone if they were listening to this um if you're gonna do it absolutely 100 percent do it um even if your mindset is just to do it for a couple of weeks just to um 
see if there is a problem or just to clear your mind or just to even just save some money whatever reason you want to do it it's absolutely worth doing um but do not um do not feel like you have to do it alone you can talk to anybody um because um these sort of things are a secret because you're holding it a secret as soon as you tell people about it it's in the open and me telling my mom that i'm having a problem with drinking and need to stop for a while as soon as that was in the open once your mom knows then they know um so it's always just make sure you don't do it on your own um and yes obviously feel your emotions and have moments on your own but don't be afraid to tell other people because your friends and your family are there um and um you just need to really be honest with it the whole time um because you'll do yourself an injustice if you're gonna try and go say but then say you're doing it but then lie about it to yourself because you're not lying to anybody else because they're not they're not benefiting from you doing it it's you benefiting from yourself doing it so just be honest with yourself the whole time yeah that's such a good tip and like going back to yeah like you said saying talking to close pe people that you love and things like that even mm -hmm. even if you don't like put it out to the world that you're doing it but even if mm -hmm. you like you said that you told your best friend that you went to that um event and they were like yeah. checking up on you every like few hours that's just like you you tell people that you trust that you know that will support you so it's so good to like yes. tell someone that you love yeah like your mum or like your best friend it doesn't have to be like everybody but like yeah, yeah people that you like trust just to like keep yourself accountable or just know that you have told someone and it's like oh yeah like they know <laughs> yes because it, it, it I've, I've learned this from uh just people that I've seen in my life like some people um which I'm quite surprised about um some people um they think when people are wanting to go sober some people can't fathom the fact that it's not actually them because some people think they're doing something wrong because you don't want to go and see them mm -hmm. but the re a lot of the time when you see that person it always they always meet and then you're always drinking you always do other things and you taking a break from that person isn't actually taking a break from the person it's taking a break from situations that can happen with that person and I've noticed that people can feel like they've done something wrong when actually it isn't anything to do with them if that makes sense but they oh think God, it's yeah, to do so with much them. Sense. yeah and mm -hmm. it's all like no I'm trying to like figure it out myself I'm just maybe saying no to like a few events just for now just yeah. so I can so I can deal with it myself or like child do you know like having to sort it out on my own yes exactly and it's just letting like your friends know that if you're going to do this yourself and you are going to distance yourself from your friends your friends just make sure your friends know that you're not actually distancing yourself from them you're just distancing yourself from situations that can arise when you're with friendship groups and they, yeah. they've done nothing wrong it's all like your own personal thing so just always remember that because... and also i feel like your real friends will stay like i feel yeah. like if you go to your friend and be like, I don't feel comfortable going to the pub right now. Like maybe I'll, are you happy? Should we go just for a coffee tomorrow morning? Like, yeah. we... and like, I feel like your real friends will do that and like, will support you in that sense. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Friendship is super important, especially stick around. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've learned that you can have your, you can have party friends and then you've got your friends, friends and yeah. you've got friends that when you're on, I like to call it the sesh, a session uh when you're on when you're on the sesh um you've got your friends that feel like your absolute best friends when you're on the party scene and you're absolutely every single time you see them you're like absolutely like bestie besties but then when do you ever ever speak outside of that you know oh my god babe I, the i cringe so much at the times that i have 
opened up too much to people that I don't really mm -hmm. like not close to at all and um, like the next day I'm like how the how the fuck did I actually like tell them all of that it's just so um, <laughs> and to think like and to think like I don't even remember everything I said so what have I even said like it's a lot yeah and that's what, what are some of the reasons why I didn't because I'm like oh my god like no that's a secret that was going to be to the grave for myself and now all of a sudden yeah. 10 people know just because i'm yeah mm -hmm. yeah like you know how i feel <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah if you had to describe like your month of sobriety in one word what would it be eye-opening mm. would yeah. probably be I would say that's one word. It's it's a hyphen word, but it's one word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, eye-opening because it honestly had been years since I had that clarity feeling. Um, and just to make people aware, like, I don't, it wasn't me. I didn't drink every single day at all. It would literally only be once a week, but then once a week is enough to cloud your brain. Um, yeah. And they say even people that have a small glass of wine every day, just one, that can trigger things in your brain. Um and that can be just as bad. Um, but yeah, eye-opening because I finally felt that clarity for the first time and realised that I really can do it because I never thought I could. Yeah. And now I can. And I've just proven to myself, yes, I had that tiny slip-up, but the slip-up I thought was a slip-up. But then when I've told my friends that that happened, they're actually going, no, but you know what your journey's been. Your journey's been to get to your point where you can have one or two and, and then stop. And you did that. So actually view that as a achievement so yeah very eye-opening to prove that I actually can do it yeah yeah 100% you can do it and that is such a great word for you as well because you are on like this like journey of discovering your relationship with it and that you can yeah. do it and with not drink and then stop and then the you then you know that you've gone to like big events and you've not you've actually not done like drank and you've been to parties so yeah I, it must be such an eye-opening experience this month and I'm excited mm -hmm. to hear like like the next months or whatever you're going to be doing yeah. sure we'll keep in touch because i'm super interested in your journey 100 percent, and i want to ask you the same question what one word would you say your year's been if you could put it in one word oh my year. god just like that's so interesting I, i've not had someone tell ask me that um i would think that it's kind of like like i don't want to sound like too like woo woo but i, I do <laughs> feel like i'm like a new person but like yeah not at the same time I just feel like I think my word would be like um it's it's a hard word isn't it to think of <laughs> yeah I just the first thing that comes up to me is like happy I'm just yeah like, I feel happy is there a word that's like happy within yourself I don't know like self-love I don't know maybe self-love that's another word but with a hyphen like, self-love maybe like refound yeah, something like that. I'm just like content, happy. Mm -hmm. Maybe love myself a bit more. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't sound cringe. That's amazing. It's really good to be able to say that to yourself because I feel like I cheated then. I used like three words. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's, it's game math. Three is one. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you should be really happy. Same as me because I can say that to myself now as well. That mm. I love myself, which I haven't said in a long time. So that's really nice. Oh. I'm so proud mm. of you, honestly, and yeah, I'm Thank excited you. to keep on chatting and seeing where this goes, but um, if anyone that's listening and, like, really interested in, like, maybe your journey or want to, like, follow you online, where can they find you? 
Yes, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, the um, that's pretty much any social media that I use at the moment. Um, Sorry, you see that again? I think it like stopped. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. So my, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kaylin Webster. Um, spelling's a bit funny, so you'll be able to see it in the um, spelling of the thing because no one can ever spell it. They always spell it K A Y or K A E. Um, oh really? But it's K A I L U M Webster on Instagram. And you can, I've talked about my sobriety journey already on there a few times and I've opened up and fundraised a bit of money for Macmillan um, during my October journey and you can just see the journey on there. Perfect. And if anyone wants to see you on the screen, where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me at the moment on BBC Three and BBC iPlayer on I Kiss the Boys Season 1 and hoping to be on some other shows soon. So keep peeled, keep your eyes peeled. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much for like your time this morning I really appreciate you sharing your story and stuff and yeah ha- enjoy the rest of your day and have yes. a stunning day thank you for having me as well Sean it's been so nice to catch up because it's been so long so thank you I know I know bye yeah bye babe Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me online, I am on Instagram at Sober Gay Podcast. I am also on TikTok under at the Sober Gay underscore. I'll see you next week. <laughs>